Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where the two of us endeavor to read the entirety of the in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time. Welcome back to episode 189. Will, I have been watching a uh, YouTuber that I like playing a, uh, a visual uh, novel. Uh, dating mm-hmm. game recently and mm-hmm. it's uh, made me made me wonder uh, recently why they haven't made a uh, Street Fighter dating sim yet wow okay because interesting is the why Street Fighter because all the characters are so hot and cool can you imagine getting coffee with Ryu or casual wear e-honda Oh my gosh, casual wear E Honda is something that I would very much like to see and date. Uh, <laughs> similarly, uh, Zangief. Yeah, that'd be fun. But I don't know. You could be like a like a like a fight manager or something like that, or like some some kind of like side character who's, who gets to Brayden, interact. You got to stop giving these ideas away for free because <laughs> I'm telling you, you've got a winner right here. Listen, I started thinking about it and I was like. Guile fulfills, I feel like, a lot of, like, dating sim tropes of, like, oh, he's the arrogant one. Mm. He's kind oh, of a jerk. Oh, his but, coat like, combing his hair and shouting Sonic Boom. Yeah, yeah, right. Just that typical dating sim character <laughs> archetype. Um, yeah, I've just I've just been thinking about it a lot lately and how, how much a, a visual novel dating sim Street Fighter would, would just be incredible. And I wish, right, I wish uh, more games with, like, big character rosters roster cast list like would that let you would date the characters <laughs> let you date the characters or just like make little little dating sim games like it's uh capcom i'm i'm available i was gonna say capcom you're leaving money on the table please balls in your court please um anyway that's the start of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome to a podcast about pokemon Listen, that's what I've been thinking about nonstop uh, the past couple days. Uh, what, what's what's going on in your head lately? Well, that now. Um, <laughs> Any, I don't know. I've been playing a lot of... Uh, I don't remember if I told you this last week already, but I've been playing a lot of uh, Final Fantasy IX, a real, oh, yeah. a real s- strong throwback Starring, to my uh, childhood. Starring Vivi the Black Mage, right? Yes, indeed. And... Although he is not... He is not positioned by the game as the main character he is the main character of my heart right and i'm very seriously getting if i ever him. call correctly the two main characters are are vv and uh sir sir clanker clunker the guardman yeah yeah steiner 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 yeah that one yes uh vv i it's really interesting playing these games like that I have strong nostalgia for, and there's no game that I have a stronger nostalgia for than Final Fantasy IX, basically. <laughs> um, I'm, like, realizing... Because at some point I looked up, I was like, Final Fantasy IX, like, what's the, what's the run time on that? You know? Like, how mm-hmm. long to finish that? And I'm like, yeah, maybe it's a 60-hour game. Maybe. Yeah. Less, probably. But when I look back at my old save file on my PlayStation, it's like, I think my first save file in that game had, like, 90-something hours. Like, I put a <laughs> lot of time into it, right? Um, and I realized recently that it was like, well, because I was like 
walking around and talking to every single person uh, and like playing the in-game card game and you know what right, i mean right like, it's like oh yeah i was deep into this uh this world um boy howdy that story is pretty messed up though huh uh <laughs> if you say so i never played the whole thing oh my gosh it's like i have it on my switch you, um you go to a city and then that city gets burned to the ground. Basically, that is the pattern of that game yeah. for like the first third of it, half of it. That sounds kind of like uh, in, in the wheelhouse of, of Final Fantasy for sure. Yeah, um, and like anyway, yeah, we don't have to go into the whole thing, but uh, we'll have to play that cool. together sometime. He is the main character of my heart. This yeah. is true. Also, Steiner's mouth is and chin is just so wide. Yes, land a plan on that thing. He's got such strong eyeliner on. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's that's where we inhabit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Again, welcome to this podcast about Pokemon. Well, Here are welcome to our twisted gamer minds. <laughs> We're talking about Pokemon. Um. Uh, we uh we 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 just did a big uh a big three episode arc with with Electabuzz and Elekid and Electivire, so you know we're we're kind of doing a little palate cleansing, I, I think, with uh, uh, with a new a new set of Pokemon and and new new thoughts uh for for the world to to enjoy. We've got brand new thoughts for you. Brand new thoughts every week um, at beyondtheball.com, which is not a website that we are associated with. Uh, don't go there or do go there i don't know but yeah, do whatever you want but you're not going to get anything from us there no um we are talking about a new pokemon starting today and i'm very excited for it it's one of my faves um and its name is dupiter i uh not how i would have pronounced this name until i i mean i've had right. it very conclusively proven to me that that is how the name is right. supposed to be pronounced it does say Dupiter in the Essential Handbook as well, so as well as the anime, as well as the anime, which Dupiter, not Dupiter. I would have assumed Dupiter as well uh, before watching the anime, uh, but yeah, it's it's Dupiter like Jupiter, and it's but not spelled like Jupiter. <laughs> not spelled like Jupiter. It's spelled like yeah, Dupiter, um, which give 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 you a hint as at, at the name origin there but we'll we'll mm-hmm. get there when we get there uh, it's uh number 751 introduced in sun and moon it's a water and bug type the water bubble pokemon because of its uh big old water bubble so it's got a big water bubble on its hel- head like a like a diving helmet uh, is water bubble a oxymoron because a bubble uh, is like air inside of water, right? But this is that's, that's it's more like a water droplet. This is the thing about Jupiter and Pokemon is that they can make bubbles that are like water balloons just, instead of just water <laughs> instead of actual yeah. bubbles. Because this is based on a, I believe it was a uh, a diving bell spider. I was gonna say it's based on a real spider. It's not based on a dewdrop spider, which is what its name might be based on, but a um, the diving bell spider, which makes uh, the opposite of this, right? Yeah, which makes a, a little bubble helmet so it can go into water because its bubble helmet gives it air because that's how bubbles work in the real <laughs> world. <laughs> but uh, you know, 
Jupiter does the opposite. The Pokemon is a wild and, and wondrous place where physical laws of, of our reality don't quite apply. They need not apply. They they do apply in a lot of instances, and, and maybe in fact most instances, but not all. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, Bulbapedia says it may be based on the Diving Bell Spider, a spider that lives primarily underwater, gathering air into a bubble around its abdomen to breathe and provide an air supply to its nest. Um, and do... Jupiter's biology reverses this, being only able to breathe in water and using a water bubble to live on land. The way Jupiter holds its water bubble on its head makes it resemble a diving helmet. Um, they also say its shape may also be based on a bacteriophage, which... Oh. Huh. Interesting. It's kind of spidery with like a big kind of orb at the top. Um, yeah. That tracks. I can see that. But that seems like a bit of a stretch like i doubt that that's what the designers had in mind otherwise there would be more sort of like you know once we bring like you know going on germs and bacteria and like microorganisms into the mix it's like okay like anything can be based on anything (laughs) like (laughs) like the shapes are kind of infinite at that point but yeah anyway the, the the structural model at an atomic resolution of the bacteriophage does look kind of like jupiter i have to say Anyway. I suspect a coincidence, but yeah, yeah it's uh, it's, it's it's one foot tall and eight point eight pounds, so not not your average spider for sure. It's uh, that does when you put it that way, kind of terrifying, but it doesn't really have that much going on in the way of like spider vibes. No, um... It's and, only got six legs, exactly. and three of those are pretty much permanently occupied in holding its bubble on its head. At least when it's on the surface. In, in the right. Air. Um, and yeah, so yeah, again, not the only spider Pokemon to only have six legs, but not a distinction they seem to really care for. Yeah, they don't care. In the Pokemon world. It does do web stuff, I think, and... Yes, you know, it does. It's spinneret, I guess, also produces the bubble... That it wears. Yeah, it can. Yeah, that was something I noticed. In the, I, I will. Okay, so we're gonna have an extended anime corner this episode. Yes. Um, I, I watched the anime episode this week, which I don't normally do, but no. it was a it was a I, special I, I, one. I pressed so. upon Will to, to watch this episode because it's one of my favorites. Um, it's it's Jupiter Ascending is the name of the episode from from the Sun and Moon series. Well, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that I did clock that it was shooting both web and water out of its mm-hmm. little spinneret thing, right. uh, which is interesting. It, it seems to have kind of a, like, th- there were a couple of moments where Jupiters were, like, having territorial standoffs mm-hmm. with one another, and most of the, like, deciding factors seemed to be who can produce more water the, the a bigger, bigger water the bigger bubble bubble, out, yeah. bubble out of their little uh their little spinneret thing i mean i guess it's not it's not new that that pokemon of a particular element can produce that element right uh to excess but it's it was odd look, to see it then be like also shooting web out of there it's like a like a fizzy gun you know you just gotta press the the right button right exactly yeah the little yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um is that what they're called, fizzy guns? Like that's what I'm, I'm always sure. There's a real like, word for that. We both had a job where we used one on a regular basis. Uh, um, 
Physica Where was that? Bubbly Blaster. That was uh, at the at the nursing home kitchen. They had one. Well, I remember that, but I'm, I'm trying to remember literally where in the kitchen. Was it over by like where the we coffee made the machines. coffee and stuff? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think it's called a soda gun, according to Wikipedia. Yes, that tracks. That sounds right. Or, uh, or bar something gun. that would more commonly be found like behind a bar, probably. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to in a kitchen of a nursing home. Right. Anyway, a little little peek behind the curtain to yeah. our. <laughs> what a job! Life. What a job that was! Holy yeah. smokes! Good times, good times. <sighs> Strange times. Anyway, uh, Jupiter, like we said, six legs. The all the legs kind of come out of its neck, like around its collar. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, it's just kind of this like green true. kind of burst of color. Otherwise, it's got this kind of like uh, dull gray black body. It sounds odd when you say it like that, but there's really not much to Jupiter aside from head and a little abdomen that's smaller yeah, actually, than its head. Um, it's like mostly head and legs. The the trivia section I was amused to see for, for on Bullopedia for Jupiter says Jupiter is the only bug type to consist only of a head and legs. That's not accurate. What is that little? dangler down there that's not a head it's uh it's that's not a part of the head it's not a torso it's just, uh, no. it's just a little butt i guess i don't know it's a little butt head and legs it's where the where the spinneret comes i think it's part of the head it's weird um anyway it's got this heads are a social construct Braden. yeah especially in pokemon yeah. <laughs> um uh, and speaking of its head it's got these these big eyeballs which are strange like, eyes. They look like big sunglasses kind of going around his head, but like little dew drops maybe, like like water drops um, with these line, like the pupils are kind of weird. It's like, yeah, it's like, is it a pupil or is it just a little stripe? It's got two little water droplet horns up at the top of its head too. And then like a, a green lip kind of diamond mouth, kind of like a, uh, what are they called? Like a cap? Uh, oh yeah, yes, Kappa the little water demon. Yeah, Kappa. Was it Kappa? Yeah, Kappa. Kappa is like the guy who takes you on boat rides in Animal Crossing. Yeah, and they That's have that Kappa. that little kind of almost build mouth. Um, is is, yeah. is the vibe I get from Jupiter? Uh, from Jupiter. And Jupiter yeah. is is a very interesting looking Pokemon. I will say that when I first encountered it in the game, I was like, I'm not clear on what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I thought perhaps it was kind of like, excuse me, sir. Sorry, there's a cat walking on my mic. Cat alert. Um, I thought I was like, I didn't get that it was like a, a water droplet on top at first. I thought it was, I was looking at right. one of those like weird fish that have the see-through heads, you know? Oh, yeah. Kind of weird. It's, it gets a little more clear, I think, when it evolves. Um, and I thought it was cool when I first saw it, I think, but I wasn't, like, totally enamored with it until I watched uh, this episode of the anime. Right. Um, yeah, this episode definitely went a long way to making me, like, A, understand sort of the physics and behavior of Jupiter, and also just making it a more charming little character. Yes. Um, right. Let's let's, let's let's dive right into the anime corner proper. The the episode is is season twenty one, episode twenty seven. Jupiter ascending, according to the a Pokemon. Direct reference to Jupiter ascending, um, a movie I haven't seen but have with, heard things about. With uh, I guess uh, Jupiter starring as as 
Mila uh, an amalgam of Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum, perhaps. <laughs> um, I doubt that very much based on the content of this episode. <laughs> Um, and yeah, as the, the Pokemon website puts it, it says on Melamela Island, a wild Jupiter leaves its nest in search of its own pond to call home. Along the way, it gets caught up in confrontations with various Pokemon who don't take kindly to intruders. It says Jupiter wears a water bubble on its head that lets it breathe on land. So when it sees Lana wearing one of Poplio's balloons on her head, it thinks she's a Jupiter too. Stupid classic Jupiter. classic gag. Uh, the, the Pokemon school class observes and encourages Jupiter as it searches for a new home, battling opponents in the process. When it finally succeeds, it happily begins building its nest, inspired by its new friend Lana. I really like this episode right off the bat because we are in like nature show mode for like right, the first the half first of the episode. Half of this episode is basically the our narrator dream project telling you what's going on with this Jupiter. Who's yes in its nest uh being kind of a, a little awkward looks like a, like the black sheep of of the Jupiter. yeah family. it's like it seems like it's tough out in the world for Jupiter, but this Jupiter in particular is getting just like getting bullied by its own family right off the bat yeah it kind of like stumbles onto like the group meeting uh slash graduation ceremony with uh with the, the big iraq iraq wouldn't head of the of the household that kind of bonks it on the head all right time to get out of here uh and it's very very good i I, yeah this is is the closest we get to i think my my kind of dream of of a pokemon nature show because like even when like uh the narrator at one point says like let's follow this jupiter and see what happens i'm like yes Mm -hmm. please this is what i've been wanting this whole time this is what i always wanted all along and even after we run into ash and the rest of like the the his classmates at the pokemon school the the professor's like all right today's lesson will be let's watch and see what this jupiter does i'm like yes please make this all the lessons um follow a pokemon around and see how it lives and that's what we did um and it was great and i think uh a lot of the credit here goes to uh, Lisa Ortiz, who provides the voice for Jupiter. It just says, like, dupa 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 a lot. It's very, <laughs> very cute and charming. I love it. Uh, yeah, it it falls in love with, with Lana because... Yeah, it very... She, no, one, no one says it that way. They're like, oh, it thinks she's a Jupiter. It's like, she's... It's in love with her. Like, like they, <laughs> they play, like, the, the wedding music. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> It's like, and they talk about how it wants to like make her its, its princess, its princess, yeah. <laughs> Which is very funny because uh, they're all like, "Oh, blah, blah. and Lana's like, "Cool, that sounds fun. I'm down for yeah, that. Great. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'll be an underwater princess." Like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's it's great. They also kind of get into this weird thing of about monarchy how it has to be a, a monarch, monarch to find, to a, find a their kingdom you know how monarchs work yeah especially like yeah professor cuckoo is even like yeah this is this is this is how the natural world works it's monarchy it's like ah, <laughs> i don't know about that dude but okay yeah uh the divine right of kings is <laughs> the natural order yeah, Obviously. I do appreciate that they they stick to their guns on on not gendering Pokemon uh, by by calling it a monarch and not a king or a queen. Oh it's, yeah, I didn't notice that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very fun episode. It 
gets attacked by a, a peaky pack, a, a salandit, gets attacked by a, a sharpedo. Um, yeah, it gets attacked by a peaky pack, and then like immediately, it's just bounced from one confrontation to another for like most of the episode. Yeah, um, it has an interesting confrontation with the salandit at the top of a tree. That that one was fun because at the end of it, uh, the salandit just kind of raises its arms up and goes like ah, like scares it, startles it <laughs> off the branch. <laughs> just very fun. Uh, anyway, I highly recommend watching this episode uh, because it it's a fun one. it's very fun and it's just like it's great. It has it has Surskit, who's one of my other favorite favorite Pokemon's, who's also bugged and like has a really cool fight with it. Um, I'm wondering if we're going to uh, if we're going to get any any information about Surskit in these entries because uh, I, I think we might because yeah they they appear to be like natural rivals. They call them both, out as being natural rivals. Yeah, and like, they're both water water bug types. Which, we compare them to like survive Surviper and Zangoose. Yeah. Um, what was that list of type combinations by abundance? I just want to look at the how water many bugs. Bu- how many water bugs we got in here? Probably not a ton, right? Like These I don't two. think there's a lot. That's one of the reasons I liked uh, Surskit so much when it first showed up because it seemed like a, a unique one. Bug and water. Oh, there's also uh, Wimpod, who yeah, evolves Wimpod. into the Golisopod. So. But yeah, that that's it. Um, uh, yeah, it's just Wimpod, Surskit, and oh wait, is Wimpod the one that the your 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 like rival guy uses in Sun and Moon? Yeah, um, I believe uh, Guzma uses yeah, the Lysopod, yeah, which it evolves from. Okay, cool. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, great type. Surskit's very cute. It's really cool to see it like in a very dynamic fight. Mm-hmm. Running around, skating the water. around, all cool. And I love that. Uh, eventually, it just evolves into into masquerade, and it's like, "Well, I'm out of here." <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was funny to me that it's like this Dupider can't catch a break, and when it finally does find a pond to have as its own territory, the way that it gets it is just the previous owner evolves and is like, right. "I don't need this anymore." Right. I'm like, and some like, other Dupider is going to show up and it does kick it, you out of here. You know, Jupiter. Well, like it, it still does the the mirror coat. Like it gets, it does a big That's attack. True. It does, it does, it has a, a moment, a moment of triumph. And that 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 moment of triumph causes it to evolve, but also, right. masquerade also does. It really care. is just a good way to be like, well, everybody wins. Right, the right. didn't want it anymore. Right. And I'm, I'm glad Jupiter didn't evolve. Um, we didn't have to roll that. And nobody nobody catches Jupiter. They're just hanging out with it. I, lo- I love that. It's just a just a great episode. It's cool to see people treat Pokemon like wild animals. Yeah, totally. Kind of. Even when it like follows them to to school, it's just like not. Seems like Jupiter caught you. Right. <laughs> and as soon as Lana pops a bubble on her head, it's just like oh. Where did it where just did, starts attacking the Pokemon Where did the large humanoid Jupiter <laughs> go? I'm out of here. See ya. It's great. Anyway, Jupiter ascending. I love it. It's great. It's fantastic. That's the anime corner. Now we go to the name corner. Where How many corners are there in our podcast? Uh four, are just we, like any podcast. Are we in like a, is it like an octagon or are we uh, in a regular room or what's the deal? Um the name say? corner. Welcome. To the name corner. Uh, what's uh, what's 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 this Pokemon's name? I'll be your guide to this corner of the podcast. In English, Spanish, and Italian, it's Jupiter, as we have previously discussed. This is a combination of dew and spider, which tracks because it's got a big old dewdrop on its head. Yeah. Um, 
And it may also be referring to dewdrop spiders, right. a, a different kind of spider than the one that we just talked about. Right. They don't do the um, thing. They have like a parasitic slash symbiotic relationship with like bigger spiders that hang out on their webs and can catch the little bugs and stuff. Oh, cute. Yeah. That's cool. But a, a dewdrop is actually a little more apt than a water bubble because a dewdrop <laughs> yes, is actually <laughs> closer to what's actually on its head, I suppose. Um, but yeah, Jupiter, I like it. Um, I like it a lot more after watching that episode for sure and hearing it say its name over and over. Dupa 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 dupa. Just like um, as it's walking. <laughs> yeah, incredibly constantly. Um, so then the Japanese name for Jupiter is Shizukumo. Shizukumo. Which is a combination of Shizuku, which is a drop of water or other liquids. Kumo, which means spider, and Mizugumo, which is a diving bell spider. Yeah, yeah. She's a Kumo. So, yeah, they're basically just... Covering all their bases. Yeah, they, they put drop of water at the front of diving bell spider to make it clear, like, this is a diving bell spider, but in reverse. Right, and they say, say drop of water, like, it seems like everywhere else except for the species type uh, water bubble is, is accurate here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I bet these these uh these entries will refer to bubbles regularly as well. So yeah, probably. Yeah, but yeah, uh, we got so Jupiter and uh, Shizukumo so far. The and then German, interestingly, yeah, the the German and French are identical here, which uh, is rare. German and French don't usually overlap. That's surprising. I'm wondering um, if it's just coincidental that that that's just how it got localized in both places. Or well, so I think what's what. going on here is that the German and French are name for this Pokemon is Araqua, which is combining Arachnid and Aqua, both of which are probably Latin roots? I don't actually know. You're right. Something like that. Uh, I don't know. But also, no, that's I don't very... think either of them are actually German or French words. Right. Like Aqua and Arachnid, yeah, I think those are both more universal uh, right, yeah. Among, at like least Latin among like roots Western or languages roots or something yeah. like that. Um, also, it's kind of weird because uh, that's Araquanid is the evolution of Jupiter, at least in, in English. So right, I'm so curious. it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Yeah. In German and French, Wonder are they if just going to put an, the a nid on the end? <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, they went with Araquanid. It's like they, you could have just gone with Araqua for German, French, English, Spanish, Italian. Like you could have gone across the board. Would right. Would have worked fine. But they liked Jupiter, which is good. I like Jupiter. It's Me fun. too. Yeah. But yeah, German and French. Yeah, Araqua. They might Araqua. probably pronounce differently uh, between the two a little bit. Yeah, probably. Same. A little bit of a different spin on it. Same thing. Um, what else we got though? We also have the Korean name, which is Mugyomi. So that's combining Mul, or Mul, water, and Gyomi, which is spider, or Mulgyomi, which is diving bell spider. So the so, name is literally just <laughs> diving bell spider. They, they didn't. They seems didn't like they kind of took the easy one. way out on this one. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh yeah, this is a thing that exists, so that's what we're going to call it. It's. Which is, I mean, do do something. Come on, <laughs> you just I call, like the, 
They're like, well, they're combining water and spider into this word for a spider that is exists already. Right. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. Anyway, talking about spider, sure. Mulgiomi. And uh, then we got our last one. Uh, the Finally. Cantonese. We've got the Chinese, Mandarin, and Cantonese, which is Dijou or Dijou, uh, combining D or Dik, which means drop, and Jiju or Jiju. I don't know how those would be pronounced differently. They look very similar, but yeah. spider. It means spider. So drop, drop spider. Drop spider, That's which it. sounds a lot Dijou. scarier than what is actually being presented here. Yeah, drop spider makes me think it's going to drop on my head from above, uh, right. which is a nightmare. Right, or like 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 a those like trapdoor spiders, like it'll like have like a pitfall, like and yeah. drop you in there. Yeah, drop uh, you in terrifying. a hole. Oh man, uh, but no, just a like a like a water, like a little dewdrop, drop spider, bloop, um, blipped, blipped, and that's Jupiter. I'm very very excited to get into these entries and and find out more about what it does. It's it's gonna be fun because we're. We're kicking off with, with sun and moon entries right off the bat. So I think we I think love we're, that. We're going to have a fun time. These are always some of our favorite entries. So, yeah, we will uh, dive, as it were, right into those after a quick break. Don't forget your water bubble. Please. You can't breathe underwater. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to find out all there is to know about Jupiter, based on its Pokedex entries from the Pokemon video games uh, that have a Pokedex that tells us about Pokemon. You know, you know Brayden's usual intro from the break. That's just yeah. that. Yeah, you know, you know how we read Pokedex entries here on on the podcast uh, for Pokemon and. and Welcome to episode 189. <laughs> have you figured it out yet? <laughs> Get with it. Um, why don't you read some of these to me, Will, and then we'll kind of analyze them and make jokes about them uh, for the people at home. Only if we write our own at the end of that process. Right. Um, first up is the entry from Pokemon Sun, the video game. Yes. It crawls onto the land in search of food. Its water bubble allows it to breathe and protects its soft head. <laughs> I didn't know it had a soft it's head. It's got a soft little head. No, the a little, little squishy. The little floating Pokedex said that in the episode, I think, maybe. But um, mm. the head is soft. I'm not sure that a bunch of water surrounding your soft head is really going to protect too much to protect your soft head yeah a bubble helmet again like the not, water bubble oxymoron not sure if that's like uh not the best protection no um but i don't know this is pokemon water so mm, freaking knows. true it could be it's got harder some, than, than steel or whatever some real some really in, interesting properties right yeah it can yeah. be can be used for all sorts of things but uh but peaky pep peaky Peaky Peck uh, pops it pretty, pretty easily, easily in the anime. Yeah, um, it just kind of taps it with its beak, and that's that. I mean, it takes a few taps, I guess. Um, it's also very, very amused with itself for popping its helmet <laughs> yeah. and then watching 
Dupiter suffocate. It really seems like Pikapek, of all of the Pokemon that Dupiter encounters, is just messing with Dupiter for fun. Like, yeah, I think the narrator <laughs> says like, "Oh, that it, like was trying to like play with it or something." And yeah. It's like he's uh, kind of a uh, jerk. Yeah, which I think might be how we. Or no, I'm thinking of Starly. I was like, "Isn't that how we characterized Pikapek in our episode?" But I'm thinking of the no. Starly episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um Pik- yeah, Pikapek wasn't even trying to eat Dupiter. Just no. just trying to just trying mess to mess with, with it. it. Yeah. I feel um, like what part of what is going on here is that Jupiter's water helmet is like it's retaining its shape because of surface tension, you know? Like mm. when you see a drop of dew, it's 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 got surface tension that is holding it in that shape, but I don't think that would actually work at the scale of Jupiter, right? Cuz it's a foot right. tall. Yeah. Um, and, and water doesn't hold together in that way. So I, I think because it's a bug, they're just being like, yeah, it's, you know, like a bug. It's got a, like a droplet of water on its head. But like actually, I mean, like we just said, water doesn't have to follow the rules of physics in in, right. in Pokemon. It can do whatever but that's, it wants. That's kind of, the, you know, the, the point of our podcast. I was trying to right make some of this make sense in the real world. And sometimes it just doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. It seems like water works a little bit differently or possibly... It did come out of Jupiter's little spinneret. Maybe it's infusing the water mm, with some, some some silk, yeah, or something. To, to help yeah. it hold together. Right. In any right. case, if it takes a blow to the head, the water is going to take the brunt of it's that blow ab- at least once, right? Yeah, or ab- absorb most of the force of it at least, because it is, you know, all it's all water. It's not empty in there, so like it's right, true, going through some water, which is somehow being held together like a water balloon I mean, I guess with it's, three legs. It's kind of, it, it, yeah, it is It is kind of like holding it physically with its arms, which helps, I assume. There, there must also, be some kind of silk surface tension in there that's like yeah, still I think, clear, but like that, that holds it together. It just, it's just, maybe even if it isn't some silk, it's like whatever the kind of like gluey stuff mm. is, you know, right. that like makes the silk sticky. Yeah. Um. But it's kind of like having an airbag, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, totally. it's really only going to work for one impact, but the thing is, Jupiter can just make another one right. straight away. Right. Um, Gotta protect that soft head, though. Soft head. It's very... Doesn't belong on land. That soft head is, is, an, is a liability when you're on land, so you got Also, you can't breathe. So. Also, also that. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm a little confused. Like, is there not... Not enough food underwater? Can we not no food down there? Yeah, good question. Like maybe it just Like maybe they crawl on land in search of food when they need some extra there's there there's they're light on food down there and but they have the option, unlike other, you know, underwater creatures, they can exactly. go up on the on the land and, and look for some I food mean, too. This is how we came to exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was less competition for food on land. And initially, no competition for food on land. Right. Uh, so, so we, we. But the thing is, up on land in the Pokemon universe, there's a bunch of Pikapex and Salandits yeah. and Pangoros and stuff. Yeah. Although the Pangoro didn't actually mess with it. No. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, it, it, it can crawl on land in search of food, but it also seems to crawl on land in search of new habitats as well uh, according to, mm. the, to the episode Jupiter ascending right um, or as they would put it perhaps uh, kingdoms to rule new kingdoms to rule 
Uh, listen, they don't call it the Animal Kingdom uh, for nothing, Will. <laughs> Everyone is the monarch of their own domain. That line has the divine right of God. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Its water bubble allows it to breathe and protects its soft head. Do we have... Have we had any discussion previously of water Pokemon not being able to breathe when outside of the water? I was hoping you were going to say, have we had any other discussion previously of uh, how dense Pokemon's heads are? (laughs) The relative hardness of the head. I don't think either. I think neither. Maybe there's been some that are like, this, you know, has an especially hard head because it's a Tauros and it slams it into stuff all the time or whatever. But Golding doesn't need to make a water bubble. Right. It just kind of floats through the air somehow. (laughs) Right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Magikarp, uh, Horsey, plenty of underwater creatures that seem like they were based... They're fine. Poplio didn't care that it was above water. Yeah, well, Poplio's a little more like... Uh, I mean, Poplio's a sea Yeah, yeah sea lion. That's true. So. But still, but, um, I've actually... This is kind of ironic. I was just listening to our episode on seal recently because hmm. I was thinking about it, and I was like, wait, did we talk about seal? And I was like, what did we... What did we even talk about for seal? What was going on with that guy? Uh, it loved icy water right wasn't that the whole deal well particularly 14 degree fahrenheit uh water um Mm. but the thing that we got caught up on there in particular was that it can't breathe underwater it it closes its nostrils um yeah to swim but it also likes to sleep underwater oh yeah and so confusing we got we got pretty deep into that conundrum (laughs) But uh, I don't know. Just similarly, this is another Pokemon that has some inherent contradiction. Yeah, or, or at least some some breathing uh, apparatuses uh, that or techniques yes. that it employs, and it doesn't seem to be something that is addressed with with most water Pokemon. So, well, at least I mean, again, if the um, if the anime is to be believed, it can at least like. It's not likely that it's ever going to suffocate on land because right. it can make its own air supply. Right. Unless it's like too startled from falling in love at first sight with a giant Jupiter. Uh, right. Human. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that, but yes. that could create a problem. Yes. Um, otherwise, though, yeah, it seems like they're they're probably fine for the most part. Um, unless they get into to a real real uh, thorny situation, mayhaps. Um, mm, yeah, that keeps popping its little bubble. Yeah. Um. Should we keep going here? Yeah, let's see what else we got. We got a moon version, which says, When it comes across enemies or potential prey, this Pokemon smashes its water bubble-covered head into them. Now, Jupiter... I'm not sure I buy that. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a bad idea. And also, like... You specifically have a soft head that needs protection. Why are you using it as a weapon? It's not... Like, it protects your head, but it's not like a... Like seal's horn, like you know, blasting through right. ice and stuff. It's not diamond hard. It's a it's a water bubble. <laughs> it's a water bubble, which you know, this is all kind of, I guess, falls along the the premise of a Pokemon that um, an attack named Bubble and Bubble Beam can cause physical harm. So, yeah, true. Uh, but still, even even the anime, like it never used, it didn't do this at all. Um, no. 
it mostly used bubble beam, it seemed like. Yeah, it was, it was like took a chunk of its bubble helmet and threw it at... And threw it, yeah, right. Um, because it just, that just seems like a bad idea. We've established that the bubble can be popped and that it is there the, as a defense mechanism. And that the head is soft. And that the head is soft. <laughs> but I guess, you know, it mostly has... I mean, Ahead. the bubble is really what it's, the only thing it's really working with here. Like, I could maybe, like, do, like, a little scratch with the legs, but... Um, yeah, but the thing is, it's got... It's using three heads to keep its bubble hat on. Three legs. I'm sorry, yes. It's using three legs to keep its bubble helmet on, and it's using three legs to walk. Mm-hmm. And a tripod, if you remove one of those legs, doesn't work. No. So... It can't. It can't use one of its legs to scratch, and it can't use one of its arms. I guess they're all legs. Right. It can't use one of the walkers to scratch, and it can't <laughs> use one of the bubble holders to scratch. Because either way, it's going to fall over, or it's going to compromise its essential breathing apparatus. Right. So all it can do is headbutt, which isn't a great option. Yeah. Because its head is soft. <laughs> it's just like you shouldn't come out of the water, Jupiter. This is a bad system for you. Right. Like. It's 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 incredible and amazing that you can survive up here with with your 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 bubble technology, but um, you shouldn't be hunting prey. You, have you seen other Pokemon? I mean, that's what Jupiter <laughs> discovers in the in the episode, do. basically. These other these other Pokemon are like breathing fire and stuff. Right. Like you gotta. Although yeah, he, he cut yourself some slack. Jupiter du- does you know to his credit uh, when it encounters Solandit, uh, spider webs its mouth shut before it can ember, which is funny. Um, that is pretty impressive, but but it is not what is being described here. No, it is, and I it think is not, that a headbutt would have gone poorly for it. Not there. using headbutt. Does does uh does Jupiter learn headbutt? Let's find Great out. Question. A move that it is illegal for it to learn. <laughs> don't don't get me started on illegal moves. Uh, headbutt. It does not learn headbutt uh, according to Bulbapedia. It has a. I'm gonna assume. Well, it's it's attack and special attack are the same. So yeah, it's 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 it, it, it learns like bug bite. Uh, with the with the move tutor, it's uh yeah it can it can bite it can spider web, it can bubble beam, it can leech life, lunge. I've seen that move before. Lunge could be it. That could count. Um, Mirko liquidation crunch. Uh, crunch. Not sure what you're crunching with uh, that, that little tiny mouth, little, I guess. T- but then that's compromising the integrity of the bubble. I hat. guess underwater, maybe that works a little better. But still, mm, true, the, true. Most Pokemon battles aren't taking place underwater. It seems to me like Dupiter, or well, I'm not going to be able to figure this out. <laughs> Jupiter is starting at a disadvantage, working with a pretty severe handicap here. Um, yeah, especially compared to some of the other Pokemon that we have talked about. Yeah, but nonetheless, uh, according to Moon, it will it will attempt a, a headbutt with its water bubble covered head, um, which I just you know hard hard to imagine a world where that seems like an effective tactic. But if any world's gonna, respect, gonna work, Jupiter. it's it's gonna be Pokemon. I gotta respect your your go your uh, stick to itiveness or whatever. Right, it's uh, pretty impressive. Despite its size and and squishiness, it 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 is not it is doing its best to not be a prey Pokemon like many other stage one bugs. So yeah, true. Good good on you, Jupiter. Jupiter will not be a victim. Right. Um. Why don't you let me know what happens when two Jupiter meet? 
Ooh, Ultra Sun says, when two Dupiter meet, they display their water bubbles to each other. Then, the one with the smaller bubble gets out of the other's way. Naturally. <laughs> so, this is similar to what we saw in the anime. Did they say their water bubbles implying, like, their helmet? That is what I was going to say is the difference, is that Ultrasone seems to be implying that the helmet size is the deciding factor. But maybe... Rather than just the water bubble they can make. Right. And maybe in this case, this is just kind of... When two meet, they kind of measure each other up with the water bubbles. Um, but if yeah. it's close, maybe, like in the anime, they will like, okay, well, look how big I can actually make one, though. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. in the anime, they when, when it runs into another pond that's been being ruled by a Jupiter, uh, they <laughs> they blow bubbles out of their spinneret and progressively make them bigger and bigger until one of them is able to bounce the, the smaller one away um, with its superior uh, bubble size. And that's th- that's nature for Jupiter, bigger bubble. And that's, I guess, like, like nature for a lot of things, like uh, deer, but like bigger antlers. Yeah. Um, I feel like oftentimes in nature shows especially with bugs it's like the fight will either last only a brief moment or it'll won't even happen because they're like no i got bigger mouth parts than you and they're like yep you do i'm out of here right when all you've got for a weapon is like you know a giant spear coming out of your body um whoever's got the biggest spear is is typically going to be the winner i feel like like have you ever tried to do a thumb war with someone who has just a significantly larger thumb than you? <laughs> it's right. kind of pointless. Yeah. You know, you're like, this is this is going to be rough for me. I don't I'm just going to go, actually. Right. Can we can we sign a treaty instead, perhaps? <laughs> this is unnecessary. Yeah. Pr- a pretty straightforward entry, despite its length. Uh, they they did. They, uh, this is pretty classic animal behavior. They're kind of territorial, uh, I guess, with each they other. They do seem even. to be pretty territorial, yeah. They they, they establish right of way right. whenever they encounter another one. Yeah, which, fair enough, I guess. Smaller bubbles, get out get out the way. What's our next entry? Our next entry is Ultra Moon. Okay, actually, hold on. Okay, okay. Real quick. Gonna pause. Go back to Ultra Sun. And say, if the water helmet size is highly variable Mm. it's possible that our kind of hapless dupiter from the anime episode just had a particularly small right water helmet and so it seemed more fragile than it ordinarily would be maybe Mm. if it was a little bit bigger it would be able to wield it as a head-butting weapon right. a little bit more effectively without it bursting. Okay, okay. So we, we, were, we were maybe seeing an outlier of, of average right. Jupiter. Because the other is... Jupiters did seem to be, like, consistently more competent than our main character Jupiter. Right. And naturally, for, like, storytelling purposes, you, you follow the the more the unique underdog. one, the underdog, yeah. Um, so... That, that makes sense. So it, it's probably just had a smaller bubble, a squishier head, uh, <laughs> a goofier disposition. All, all true. A softer heart. Yes. Softer heart. Which, yeah. Anyway. Soft head, soft heart. Our, Can't lose. Our sweet uh, ruler and water bug, Jupiter. <laughs> 
Okay, let's uh, let's keep going. All right, yeah, enough diversion. On to Ultramoon. It can only breathe oxygen that has dissolved in water, so it wears a water bubble on its head when it walks around on land. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, I guess, yeah, this is the first one that said it can't breathe on land, basically. Um, oxygen confirmed? Yeah. In the Pokemon world? <laughs> sure, sure. Put that in the Bible notes. <laughs> Um, but that's how most like uh, like like fish still need oxygen, right? They just process it yes. through the water using their gills instead of Correct. lungs, right? Okay. Um, and and like like most living creatures, Jupiter as well needs oxygen, and it gets it through the water, like fish. Presumably, it has gills. I guess. Maybe maybe those two little bumps on its head are gills. Uh, yeah, maybe. Perhaps and. Yeah, so it wears a, a water bubble so it can get around on land, too. Because, you know, it's 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 good to have options for, for where you can move around and get food from. Specifically, it does seem to be important to Jupiter. Yeah. Not a lot to dig into, otherwise. Yeah, this is really retreading ground that we've already covered. Yeah. Um, should we move on? Yeah, I think so. All right, next up, sword version. It forms a water bubble at the rear of its body and then covers its head with it. Meeting another Jupiter means comparing water bubble sizes. Mm. Naturally, naturally. Again, we do we do kind of know this. Um, forms a water bubble at the rear this of This is, body. I mean, we had only seen on the anime that it does this, where it can form its own little water bubble hat. Right. Um, this is now Pokedex confirmed. Yes. Um, it spits out a little water bubble using its, its spinneret. Uh and then it's covers multi-purpose spinneret. It's Does that mean it's a uh, what do you call it? Cloaca. I. That's a that's a different thing, I guess. I do not know, um, but spinneret is a silk-spinning organ of a spider or the larva of an insect, according to Wikipedia. And since webs come out of it, also, I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna call it. Uh, yeah, I think it counts as a spinneret, even though it's multi-purpose and can produce other stuff as well. Right. It does function as a spinneret, so good enough. Good enough. Um, also, we are reinforcing the uh, sort of little size comparison dance that mm-hmm, they do. Uh-huh. This doesn't have any uh, specific reference to the fact that it's like a competition and that they'll get out of the way. Like right. if we had just this entry in a vacuum then it might seem more like they just are like hmm let me see how big yours is you yeah know, but it's, it's also kind of just implying that this is the the base like greeting mode for yes. for Jupiter. like you see another Jupiter, the first thing you're gonna do is how big is this helmet like am Dogs i the boss for here or is it the boss yeah Jupiter's compare bubble sizes exactly um or in Jupiter ascending's case uh determine whether you're going to fall in love or not (laughs) (laughs) it seems like yes the the water bubble itself is very important to jupiter's sort of perception of another being yeah just having a bubble is enough to convince it that a human being is in fact a jupiter right (laughs) which is not sure how well those eyes work but okay (laughs) Yeah, they are kind of strange-looking eyes. I don't know what's going on exactly there. Yeah, I don't know. Lana's got a lot of blue going on 
uh, but still, I don't know about that. Um, makes for a funny cartoon gag, though, I guess. So yes. there we are. Um, let's uh, let's keep going with our last entry there. It's pretty pretty straightforward stuff so far. All right, we're finishing up with Shield version, which says Jupiter normally lives underwater. When it comes onto land in search of food, it takes water with it in the form of a bubble on its head. You guys don't know what the word bubble means. <laughs> also, it's implying that like as it comes out of the water, it holds on to some of it. Right. But like they just told us that it can make its own. Maybe it could do both. I'm not sure. Also wish they would have veered in any other direction aside from the, the, the most obvious thing about Jupiter, the water bubble Pokemon that wears a water yeah. bubble on its head. I mean, we didn't have that many entries, but I would have hoped that we would get a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I, I, I made you watch the, the, the episode because that, that thankfully gave us um, yeah, more, more interesting bits. But, um, a bubble is <laughs> defined yes. as a thin sphere of liquid enclosing air or another gas. Yeah. In this gas. case, uh, gas in liquid form it's a thin sphere of liquid <laughs> enclosing liquid yes. more liquid it's a ball of liquid yeah you know that's something you're just gonna have to live with in the pokemon world is that honestly bubbles? not not the not the most uh frustrating lack of understanding that we have encountered honestly yeah on the show um you, you hear about honey it's time for our uh, like semi-annual reminder to go back and listen to the Butterfree episode. Yes. So you can hear me get progressively more and more angry, uh, which is always a good time for everyone. Yes, because I mean, apparently in the Pokemon world, they just have completely different definitions uh, for honey and bubbles. Honey comes from flowers. Did you guys know? Yeah. It's a, flowers it's, make honey. It's a it's a marvelous world, uh, the the wonderful world of Pokemon. You know. Yeah, they can do all sorts of things. Bubbles can be anything. <laughs> no, nothing matters here. Uh, is, Welcome to Beyond the Ball. Nothing matters here. This is, this is uh, Professor Willy Wonka's making <laughs> making bug bubbles. Who cares? Uh well okay what what can we do for Jupiter well what 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 is our entry what can we how can we spice this up a bit um there was no okay. no mention of Surskit here but in the oh yeah I was expecting that we didn't get it actually but. let me double check the uh, the anime Pokedex entry because it definitely yeah in the in the anime episode um, Rotom the Rotom Dex does say that. The Jupiter come out of the water looking for food. They create water bubbles to breathe and to protect their soft heads. So, doubling down on, on the soft heads. But I believe <laughs> um, Kukui mentioned that Surskit and Jupiter uh, are our natural enemies. And yes, yeah, that's uh, Surskit. Yeah, in the in the trivia section on Bulbapedia, it says Jupiter can be seen as a counterpart to Surskit. Both share the water and bug types, um, and both evolve the same level, and they both can be found at Brooklet Hill in Pokemon Sun and Moon, taking the hmm. place of uh, the other, depending on the time, with Jupiter being found during the day and Surskit found at night. So, oh, interesting. They, they, they inhabit similar spaces and seem to be uh, rifles for sure. But this, uh, this is a little spider. Um, 
it's a little spider baby with a squishy head. <laughs> it prefers to eat food on land, even though, by all accounts, it really shouldn't go up there. <laughs> it prefers to eat food on land, even though, by all accounts, it, even though it can't breathe up there. Yeah, that, that works. Breathe. And, again, has a freaking squishy head. Without a water helmet. Okay. It's a little spider baby with a squishy head. It prefers to eat food on land, even though it can't breathe up there without a water helmet. Okay. I think that's good enough. And, yeah, what's, uh, what's, uh, how's our scales looking? What's the humanity of Jupiter, Will? Uh, pretty low. Pretty, pretty low, not I think. Seeing, not seeing a lot of crossover. Not a lot I guess... of commonality. I related to Jupiter's struggle in the episode, I suppose, but uh, that was not necessarily even true to all Jupiter. I think I want to give it a point up to like a two, perhaps, because of its uh, using a tool, basically, a helmet mm, that seems yeah, like true, a... Yeah, true, true. That, that tracks. I, I'll give you that. So, so we'll give it a two? Two. All right. Deadliness. Uh, zero. <laughs> How much do bubbles hurt in the Pokemon world? Uh, it has an attack that has been described. It sounds like it would not be very effective. It smashes its squishy head that's encased in a bubble against your body. I'm not... I don't think I'm worried about this one. I think we're sitting pretty at a one here, Braden. Yeah, I uh, I can scare it off a tree branch by just raising my arms and shouting at it. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> Blah. Blah. And uh, I think we're good. I think we're good. Now, companionship is interesting. Oh. I think it'd be a fun little friend. Uh, can we just take a moment to talk about the people who animated Heroes of Mind Magic 2? <laughs> They really didn't want to draw the vampires like doing anything except kind of like eh. raising their hands like Bleh. Just kind of Bleh. barely vampire. What were they called? Vampire Lord Heroes Two. <sighs> There's Lord? a joke. Yeah. There's a joke that's not gonna land for mm, literally anyone listening to this podcast. Listen, look up Vampire Lords from Heroes of Fight and Magic Two on, you on just, YouTube. Just find like just, the animation, the, the 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 voice they do. They go. They just go. Blah. go play Heroes of Might and Magic Two. Just. For a, a little bit. Play for a little bit, it. and then play Heroes of Might and Magic 3, and you'll have a much better time. Which is, which is better. Which, I, oh, well, I think, uh, we're Vampire Lords. Heroes of Might and Magic 2 has, some, has some, some charm to it, certainly, but I think 3 is probably pretty consistent. No, better. maybe that was Heroes 3. What were the vampires in Heroes 2? Okay, they were just, like, little vampire dudes. Um, yeah, they're straight up just some, like, but what are they? classic monster vampires. Vampire Lord. Okay, yeah, it's Vampire Lords in both, but the, the the Heroes 2 one in particular is is funny. Anyway, welcome to another inside joke uh, from, from Will and Brayden's Twisted Gamer Minds. <laughs> welcome to this podcast between two people who've been friends for two decades. Yes, uh, uh, certainly at least long enough to have played Heroes 2 together uh, back around <laughs> yeah, when it came been... out. If that doesn't date us, nothing does. No. Um, All right, companionship. Yeah, no, I think it could be a good little pal. Uh, it's 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 pretty cute. Um, 
you don't really have to worry about the bubble popping too much. Like it could, it can make another one easily. Yeah, it can make another one. Right. It, it can take care of itself. You can I make mean, a cool the little main aquarium. concern about the bubble popping is if it was wandering around your house and it like ran into a table and then it spilled its little bubble of water all over the floor. That right. would be kind of a bummer. And bumped its squishy head hard enough to, to knock it out or something. I don't know. Yeah, that would really be unfortunate. But, um, uh, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll be fine. Just toddler proof your house. It's fine. It's no, no, no more difficult. In fact, probably far less difficult than having a toddler. <laughs> and you could get it. Uh, Get a cool little aquarium or, or a big pond in your backyard, maybe, mm-hmm, and it could mm-hmm. maybe catch uh, could bugs that you don't want and stuff. The monarch of your big pond. You could give it a little crown uh, to stick <laughs> on its bubble head. <laughs> so, I don't know. Where are we at? It's, it's are we at, cute. like, a six or something? Yeah. I don't know. Six is where my, my, my brain was about to go to when you said we're, that. Because so. we're at, like... Seems like it would be a fun little companion. No, Certainly no points against it. Nothing that makes it like like it doesn't look especially cuddly, certainly, no. but it's a cute little guy. Like you can't really like pet it, but I I feel like um, unfortunately this one does not show up in uh, Scarlet and Violet. But I feel like in in any future Pokemon games where Pokemon can and will follow you around, I would love to have a duper following me around. Despite, yeah, like uh, I'll uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Like I would love like. One of my favorite Pokemon in that game was uh, Bellsprout because it would just kind of flop around, running all over the place, like ahead of you oh, and yeah, around you. And, like I, I would body, love like, to have Surskit or not, well, Surskit too, but Dupiter in particular, I think would be really fun. Um, well, yeah, I think I think a six is is solid here. Um, two one six. We did we did it. We're all done with with Dupiter. I'm gonna miss it. Kind of. Yeah. Done with Jupiter and and on to to bigger and uh, more spidery things, I guess, in the form of its evolution that we will talk about next episode, whose name is Araquanid. See what's going on there, because I have like a like a, a an Araquanid shows up at the beginning of the Jupiter ascending episode, but we don't really get any insights into its behavior aside from it moving along its offspring to go find and conquer their own ponds, basically their bodies of water. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Bulbapedia and PokemonDB.net for all the, the useful info I grab and, and trivia tidbits that I read and uh, Sarah B too. Why not? Because that's the one I always look up uh, like attacks for and, and stuff like that. Uh, they all have their uses. They all have uses. They all make the world a better and brighter place, just like you and just like us. And if you think... Just like Party Fish Media. Just like Party Fish Media, a <laughs> podcast network that we are a part of, that you can find out more about at partyfish.media. And, uh, yeah, if you uh, if you appreciate what we're putting out into the world, you can give money to us at ko-fi.com slash beyondtheball. And... That would be, that'd be pretty uh, freaking sick if you did that. That would be a pretty cool thing for you to do. I think you would be a pretty cool person if you did that. Mm, true. Um, but yeah, we, we got to go. Uh, Will, you got any uh, any spider facts or, or other otherwise uh, parting parting thoughts before we head off into the, the surface in search of food? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just wrap my squishy head in bubble wrap real quick. Yes. Uh, did you know that spiders move via hydraulic action? What? They don't have muscles. They move liquid around inside of their bodies in order to move their legs. 
that's isn't that horrifying that's They're like weird liquid powered machines oh my gosh that's insane uh, thank you for sharing this with me and our listeners think about yeah. that um before while while you wait for our new episode next while you week. try to sleep and instead think about horrifying <laughs> horrifying spiders spider like leg liquids mm, delicious uh, my name is Braden. my name is will go beyond the ball July 8th from Party Fish Media. Oops! All Franchises is a new movie podcast ranking film franchises and sequels to find the best IP there ever was. What makes a good sequel? Does it have to be a good movie? Does it improve on the original? Does it have to reward the fans for waiting on the edge of their seat decade after decade? We'll match each movie against each other based on entertainment, cultural impact, artistry, and more. Who's going to tell Marty McFly that his truck looks stupid? Is a Thor film only as good as its wigs? Do we deserve a John Wick prequel series as soon as possible? Do we even need Jackass? I mean, who asked for this? Come with us on a journey through every film franchise we can find. New episodes of Oops All Franchises presented by Partyfish Media drop every other Friday. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts or follow us on Instagram at Oops All Franchises Pod. For full info on the show, head to partyfish.media slash oopsallfranchises. See you in the multiverse! Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.